0: <laughs>
1: the power. Click. Imagine someone with that much power, Robin. Uh, I don't know,
0: Batman. That's too much for one man.
1: <laughs> I'll say I have to agree. Uh, unless he eats his Wheaties every day. <laughs> I don't know. What was something <laughs> that super moralistic Batman would say? Don't play loud music, youngins. You never know uh, who around might be... Uh, is this Jeff Goldblum? Am I just doing Jeff
0: Goldblum? Well you were in, so you were in Adam West category for a moment and then you just went Goldblum.
1: Full of gold. huh, you, uh ah, uh Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Now you went you went you you went from yeah, Adam West, Jeff Goldblum, you are now the perfect amalgamation. You're Adam <laughs> Goldblum or Jeff West.
1: <laughs> Robin, I seem to have been turned into a a bit of a fly man. <laughs> <laughs> my teeth are falling out, Robin. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is weird. I ah uh, ah. Uh, I don't know. I think my uh, junk is in the
0: junk drawer. Do
1: yeah. you
0: <laughs> Woo! Let's go! Pop saga. You know we gotta keep it hype all day and night, like this. Pop saga. Showing love when we can, shout out to the super fans, uh huh. You don't really wanna miss pop soccer, stay lit. Pop saga. So if you're ready, we ride and take it back to the 90s. From movies to the video games, just a couple of nerds, keep it so entertaining. Hey, Pop Saga. Hey there, Pop Saga pals, TM, TM, TM. I know our top pop culture connoisseurs. We're back with another episode of Pop Saga. We've bid farewell to our spooky alter ego of pop scares you and have returned to our good old regular selves. Today, we're stepping into the mesmerizing world of Loki season two, starring Tom Hiddleston, Owen Wilson, Tara Strong, Kihua Khan, and he who shall not be named. Currently available streaming on Disney Plus. I'm John, the Earth 415 variant, and as always, I'm here with my diverse from another universe, Forest, variant from Earth 6969420. Get ready to join us as we share our thoughts, fire hot theories, and reactions to this newest chapter in the Loki saga. Kick back, relax, and let's dive head first into this multiversal discussion. That's it.
1: First of That's all, all you- good. nice.
0: Right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. John Second of all, mm. Halloween's over, so you know what that means. It's beginning to look a lot nope. like nope. Christmas. Nope. Everywhere nope. around the town nope. you live in. No. No.
0: <laughs> no. The rule. We have rules. No Christmas till the day after Thanksgiving. Until then. We're focusing on making turkeys or whatever uh, protein plant or otherwise of your choice for your household. Till that we cross that threshold. You mentioned Christmas again. I might cut you with this box cutter that I got.
1: Wow, wow, that's, wow, that's that, not, that okay, is, okay,
0: Here, in fact, Message you don't believe received.
1: me, here. Oh my, you can hear it. That's, <laughs> that's terrifying. The box. It's very <laughs> the box intimidating.
0: Cutter. Yeah, I have it over here. That's, that's my de holiday box cutter. Stopping okay. all you crazy people talking okay. about the holidays before. Like, come on, man. Give me some separation. I mean, that's Fair a enough. little break. Just a little. Come Message
1: on. received. In that, in that case, it's beginning to look a lot like holiday seasons, yeah, including yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. <laughs> See? Oh, no. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Well, I deserved it. Yeah. Uh, you're you're
0: lucky. What, you're in a different state.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, that's right. I would. I would have gotten in the car, head over to there, and show you what's forth for this. Uh, this uh, holiday indiscretion.
1: How dare you? Yes. It was a holiday sorry. ambush. Very sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It won't happen again. The box uh, cutter is uh, enough of a deterrent. I'm not gonna
0: do it. Yeah, okay. uh, I mean, uh, look, uh, you know what? It's not fair. I should apologize. It's just, it's all the, um, all the years of retail have just made sure I want to time box that as much as possible. Yep. Which, you, yeah, you you've, you really have no idea how like to hear this same song every hour on the hour, and then of course the people in the building. Who are coming there to shop your goods? They don't have to go through this torment. They hear it once and they bounce out. They might hear it at other oh, yeah. stores they go to, but for me, Dude, it's that just it's like,
1: a delightful surprise. Yeah, it's and to me that like, was. You know what? I s- simply am having a wonderful Christmas time.
0: Yep. While well, I'm over there breaking into the flop sweats because it's the <laughs> fifth time <laughs> that day I've heard Paul McCartney's Christmas song.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's simply terrible. Uh, tiny short list of songs. Where's that? Where's my box cutter? Hold on. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Well, it's that you know, John. That's the thing that could drive one to drink. That's right. It's time for everyone's favorite segment. It's back. It's no longer spooky is really the important thing. That's right. It is. What are you enjoying this evening, John?
0: Uh, for me, I'm going back to basics. No more Gatorade-inspired cocktails for John. No, I've went ahead and found White Claw. So this is the Black Cherry White Claw. Uh, I haven't had this one, or maybe I had, and I don't remember. <laughs> Well, I've had it before. It's not, it's, not, okay. no, it's not that good. No. It's no, not it good. Tastes,
1: it's watered-down no. Robotussin.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's yeah, I feel like Like I should drink it when I feel sick, and it might uh, maybe be a little bit of a decongestion, and um, it, uh, the, the thing that makes you cough? Yeah. 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 Wow. Never drinking this one again. Holy. Ew. <laughs> Ooh.
1: Well... You heard yeah. it here first, Pop Saga Pals. John, not a fan of the black cherry flavor. Uh,
0: i I'm mean, like, you, I mean, you nailed it when you were like Robitussin. That just knocked me back to like the first time I ever remembered taking it, which was like five. And yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's Robitussin. But uh, that's me, White that's- White
1: Claws at five years old. <laughs>
0: of course, you didn't? I was doing that while yeah. watching Nightmare on Elm Street
1: no yeah i was cool
0: yeah yeah, i know yeah i know you were cool (laughs) (laughs) anyway that's what i'm putting myself through tonight what are you putting yourself through
1: (laughs) well uh as you mentioned at the top of the show john uh it is time it is our time to talk to check in with loki uh and see what's up with our pal the mischievous norse god um, so I felt a little bit inspired by the show, so I have created here for you and the Pop Saga pals out there, Miss, Miss Minutes, definitely not unhinged Minute Maid <laughs> Lemonade. Oh, okay. That's right. It's two ounces of vodka, four ounces of Minute Maid Lemonade, not the carbonated kind, and a sprig of mint, a couple of sprigs of mint. Muddle that mint in the bottom of your cocktail shaker, add the vodka, add the lemonade, shake vigorously with a bunch of salt. Strain into a tall glass filled with ice, and top with a slice of lemon and a sprig of mint. And you've got yourself Miss Minute's definitely not unhinged Minute Made Lemonade
0: sounds tasty is it mm.
1: it is good it's it's very good as you know I'm on a bit of a I'm on a bit of a a, a, a journey diet wise and so mm-hmm. this is the zero calorie minute made so there is a something there's a little something lost um, but not bad if you have to make that sacrifice uh, but I think with a full sugar lemonade it would just be all the better but it's nice and refreshing weird on a fall night granted it's much more of a summer porch drink, I think, but, uh, still good. Yeah, I think that's,
0: a yeah, that sounds tasty. It sounds like it's good for any time of year, except it was, if it's extremely cold.
1: Yes, 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 yes. And it is not warm up here in the Pacific Northwest, uh, getting colder by the day. So we have to hold on to those balmy summer memories for as long as we can.
0: And I mean, if anything, it gives you uh, it gives you uh, another excuse to drink uh, your, your your favorite boozes, uh, your summertime boozes. Now,
1: that's exactly right. Remind yourself of the warming, life-giving rays of the sun as they fade away from your life for the next—I don't know—five months.
0: You tell me. And sun's normal <laughs> where I live, so I don't have any of that problems. <laughs>
1: You will never know what it is like to
0: live in darkness. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. hopefully. Though it is cold here now. It is. It's officially gotten cold enough for John. So uh, I have to use a full blanket. It's. Uh, it's quite a nightmare. Ambarable. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. And it'll yeah. be that about that cold for the rest of the year. And onward.
0: Mm-hmm. Blanket cold. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Don't like it.
1: Sometimes it might rain. Oh, God. no. Oh, God. California God. has extreme weather. Just <laughs> kidding. It's California. That's true.
0: That's her song. Yeah. That's her song. Knows that <laughs> yeah. State song. Yeah. yeah it, it, it was, you know, everyone thinks it's like like California love or whatever. Um, But no, it's like, California has extreme weather. Just kidding.
1: Uh It's sunny most of the
0: time. That's right. (laughs) There might be weird spots of rain. That's it. That's how the song
1: goes. You know, that's how they like to do it in California. A real perfunctory end to things.
0: Yeah, of course. It's just like it just uh immediate. Immediate. Yeah. Uh uh I, I was I was gonna say uh something before we get started in Loki. Um uh-huh. did did you see the news? A movie that you introduced to me that I actually liked is getting a sequel.
1: I did, yes. Uh, yeah. They follow the follow-up to "It Follows" with the uh, the main character and the director returning. Um, an interesting announcement because yeah. I think one of the things that I liked about that movie so much is how the ending is open to interpretation and and rather ambiguous. Having a sequel come down the pike is uh, you know I think confirms a lot of things uh, about that ending, which is interesting
0: a little upsetting isn't it It, well not upsetting but it's weird
1: it is it's i wasn't i i i I have mixed feelings about the news i think i love that movie i love it as a a singular piece uh, a singular movie um i don't know how i feel about like learning more about that world and and then having to heighten it and so on um i don't know but we'll see i i don't you know I think we'd be foolhardy to to uh to second guess that duo. They did such an amazing job in the first movie. I think I just gotta trust that it'll be the same.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna trust the process and hope that it, it hope that it works. But I actually had a lot of this kind of the same reluctance that you mentioned right there because I'm like mm-hmm. I liked it being its own thing and uh, just let yeah. me figure out what I think it is taking that away um and providing some more structure to it seems like it 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 takes away the impactful uh impactfulness of the movie but I, I mean I really enjoyed it so much like you yeah, I'll, I'll check it out but uh if I don't like it then I'll be like well the first one's the real one and uh, <laughs> right. ignore that thing ignore that second one you're okay
1: yeah, the first, I was a much bigger fan of the original. Uh, yeah, I, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what it's all about. There's no, there's very little information about what it might be about, so we'll just have to wait and see. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that was a really interesting piece of news. I did not expect that, of all things, um, to be announced. Never expected that. Very big surprise.
0: Me neither. I thought it was fake news. When I first saw yeah. it, I was like, "Really? Is this CBR? Yeah. Who said this?" I was like, Holly- Hollywood Reporter." Oh yeah, well, I guess it's real then.
1: Yeah, that's where they report Hollywood things. I know. Okay, I know. Yeah, I know. Anyone I know. would know. I they would
0: know. When I need to learn about Hollywood, that's where I go.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, that's the first. That's every day I open up my web, my homepage, Hollywood Reporter. I gotta see what they're, what the movers and shakers are doing over in Tinseltown.
0: Exactly. You know, what's up. you know what's up.
1: You know what's up. That's right. Yeah. Listen, I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast before, but I used to live in L.A. I was very connected to the entertainment scene in that I once went to Hollywood. <laughs> 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 but like, and not while I actually lived there. <laughs> Years <was> before. That...
0: <laughs> the whole time I lived there, didn't go there once. <laughs> It didn't did go to that side of town. Bother.
1: That's right. <laughs> Stayed where I was, pretty much. Yeah,
0: that tracks. Once went to
1: Universal Studios. Yeah, that tracks. That's kind of, I mean, that's Burbank. That's, that's practically Hollywood, right? Yeah, it's um, Yeah, it's, sure.
0: Very close to being there.
1: I guess it's not in Burbank. You can see Burbank from <laughs> the hill up there.
0: And you can see Hollywood from Burbank.
1: Yeah. Well, no. This kind of. Hill.
0: Yeah, you go to the oh. top of the hill, then you look down.
1: That's true, yeah. Yeah, if you hike to the top of that hill, you can see all of Hollywood. Tinseltown, T- as they call it, where the dreams are made.
0: Do they call it Tinseltown? I've never heard that
1: Tinseltown.
0: before. Tinseltown. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it. But I Everybody's trust you.
1: Everybody's calling it Tinseltown.
0: Yeah, I don't uh, think so. I think that's the first time I've ever heard it, but you might want to trademark it.
1: Yeah that's where all the stars are tinseled down um but uh yeah hollywood reporter <laughs> check it out
0: anyway sorry for the divergence but i saw that i want to remind remember it before i forget and be like oh yeah did you see this thing but talk about like 8 months later it'd
1: be mm-hmm. behind
0: the curve we're 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 on the curve we're 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 pulse on it finger that's where we are
1: yeah that's right uh, so much so that this episode will come out after the the next installment of the of the show that we are going to talk about today, Loki season two. That will be behind the times. You'll be listening to this, and will there'll be crazy stuff that has happened that we have no idea even occurred. Uh, but we are going to do something at the end of this segment, John. So get your huh. ideas ready in your back pocket for later. We're going to make okay. some of our classic pop saga predictions. Okay. About what might be to come in this very intriguing program. Um. But uh, yeah, we we were we were we were dead in the middle. Not dead. We were uh, smack dab, I should say, in the middle of spooky season when Loki uh, spun up so uh, we did not uh, get to talk about the premiere as we often do so instead we're checking in midway through uh, a little I guess maybe a little after midway through there are two episodes left we're on episode four right now it's where we're the where we are marked in time uh, very appropriate <laughs> for tonight's subject
0: mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm.
1: But, uh, checking into the, I mean, after, and I think after episode four is really the time to talk about it. Um, we had no idea that this, this kind of shocking episode was, was, uh, was on its uh, way, but, um, we couldn't have done, we couldn't have planned it better really in terms of when we still wanted to start talking about the series. Um... But uh, before we go any further, John, would you do me a favor? Let us invoke the Spoiler Witch, because we are going to get into it. Spoilers, spoilers, double boilers, cauldrons burn, and secrets bubble. Of course, in, in the rites and passages handed down to us by our ancestors, the Spoiler Witch mm-hmm. has been invoked, and we will be safe Uh tonight. Praise be.
0: And praise, praise be the spoiler witch. I praise wish she would me. have told me about this black cherry white claw. That's
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I hear she's just busting up. She—it was all kind of like a little prank that she played on I mean, you First, she made you forget that you had tasted it before, and yeah. then, you know. All right, sure, I'll remember
0: that. I remember that spoiler witch. I got—I got my means now. I got my means.
1: Oh. <laughs> you wow, I've never seen her. I've never seen her. Uh, you know, vanish faster. Um, it was like a reverse jump scare, whatever you call that.
0: <laughs> a scare jump.
1: Yep. <laughs> right. It's just yeah. Duh. What am I yeah. doing? What? Yeah, come a, on, man. What a ding dong.
0: Come on, get with it. Get with it. Come on.
1: Come on. Okay, but we're safe. The spoiler which has been invoked. Get out of here if you have not watched loki i really recommend that you do watch season one and then you watch all the way up to now because it's a show that um i think is best experienced with a with a level of surprise and unawareness going into it um because yeah i think that any expectations you might have for a show that would have loki in it i think are subverted by the first season and then continue to be so in the second season what was your thoughts, John? What was your, I don't remember. We talked about the first season of Loki before, but I mm-hmm. don't recall. It's been some time. Like what your kind of overall feeling of Loki is. I don't feel like part of me is like, does he not like it that much? Am I crazy?
0: Yeah. Well, well yeah, you are, but not because of this. Uh...
1: <laughs> well, fair. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um... So I thought Loki started well. Season one started well, but the last oh. episode was it was good, but it it faltered for me a little bit. Um, mm. between the He Who Remains and kind of just like um, what was going to happen next after after the episode ended felt a little directionless, which I just honestly feels like the last two phases. Uh, Marvel phases as of late. It's just been so much world building that I've just, yeah, you know, I've just kind of tuned out until it finally starts adding things to the world that you know I've just been waiting for for so long. Um, but I, I thought overall the show was good. Uh, season one was good. It wasn't my favorite out of that initial run, I guess, of uh, MCU shows but it was, it's probably like my second favorite. I, I enjoyed it, Yeah, I enjoyed it, but it just was that last episode. I don't know, I don't know what about it, but it just something that does not work right with me. I, I, hmm. I can I can say though, that is all assuaged with uh, season two, Loki, I, have, I, have, I don't have any of those
1: qualms. Very cool. Um, yeah. What, in was, fact, what is your makes, number one Marvel show? Have we talked about this before?
0: uh so for me just because the, the 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 subject matter hits a little closer to home it's always been uh falcon and the winter soldier i just like yeah. that style of show uh I, I i thought it was really cool of them to touch on those subjects even though he has light touch it was still more than i was expecting um so i really enjoyed falcon winter soldier i mean i enjoyed them all for the most part except. uh secret invasion that is absolutely the, <laughs> that isn't it's a world of its own of just terrible
1: yeah you know. Shows. yeah like, i don't I, think it's one i'll go back and visit either
0: yeah like i mean i i would say that loki season one was more successful to me than say like wandavision because wandavision when that started that was so captivating that i was like oh this is weird but then the last episode just was like every other marvel movie so they they, they work so hard at like creating this weird blend of you know like twilight Zony horror-esque type of vibe with the show and then at the end it was just a couple of boss fights of people flying around in in the sky you know where you, yeah. you know, it just, it just wasn't like, I was like, uh, oh, I, I would hope for more because at the end of that, everything that happened to WandaVision really outside of one, it, it really was getting Wanda the dark hold. So then we can see her in Dr. Strange, right? That was it. That's the only thing we got yeah. from that whole show. And it just, it just feels light touch. And that, that was kind of my feeling with, uh, season one of loki just a little bit like it was really good i like the more like sci-fi sort of dystopian vibe you get from it in a weird way you know like this weird thing the, the the muted color palettes and all that stuff i really enjoyed that theme song is really creative like i said i just thought the last episode was just kind of like eh, okay i don't really i haven't really seen the full effects of that episode echo throughout the universe but yeah, and some of the other ones were maybe a little bit more successful to me overall with the ending or at least wrapping it up. Uh I, I probably would go, I think She-Hulk's ending was probably my favorite of all the uh, initial TV shows endings just because it, it at least was more self-referential. And sure. if it didn't do anything to the universe, it's okay, right? Like, I don't have, I'm not looking for that in the movies uh yeah. yeah that's kind of where i'm at yeah
1: yeah interesting yeah i i don't know if i have th- thought about it it would be very funny if we ranked them on this show and i i'm sure we have i feel like i i have that memory but i can't place it if we have that's very funny that i am like what is my favorite um but uh yeah i'm right there with you i think on WandaVision. one of the best starts um and then the ending was not it wasn't exactly what i wanted though to although i do like seeing uh you know a magical power battle between agatha and uh wanda that's cool i like seeing white vision west coast (laughs) avengers vision which is like that's like something i'm very you know i'm trying to will into existence of course the concept of the west coast avengers coming to the mcu so that was very exciting for me uh but um yeah i love loki i loved moon knight i loved falcon and the winter soldier i don't know they would be kind of duking it out i think for the top three marvel shows in my mind uh, I definitely do, like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, w- despite you know the the I think the number of like legitimate criticism, or criticism, <laughs> Whoa <laughs> All right, there. Uh, criticisms you can uh, level at it. Um, I I still think it feels like a Brubaker comic. Um, and those are like my favorite uh, it- Captain America runs.
0: Yeah, and I mean, just to me, I'm just partial to that style of uh, movie, show, comic, whatever is like, you know, the, the action thriller or, well, a little easier to understand power levels between people type of, you know, like they have superpowers, but it's not insane world altering powers. They're You know, they're reasonable superpowers and I don't know, I just really like that and yeah, I've I've know I've said on this show that like Winter Soldier is my favorite Marvel movie.
1: Um, oh yeah, it had that know. vibe throughout, and I thought the I really liked U.S. Agent, uh, like them introducing U.S. Agent and what they did with him in the story. I really thought that was masterfully done.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, so I look overall the the Marvel TV shows for the most part pretty good track record um yeah. in, in terms of in terms of quality in terms of them linking to the bigger picture that's i think easier to argue um especially at this point they, they still feel like they're connected but disconnected but with uh, loki season two it kind of reminds me and see if you follow this a little bit it kind of reminds me of how it felt to watch um, guardians of the galaxy three in terms of the fact that I felt like I was in safer hands because I knew these characters a little bit more. And I, you know, like I didn't have to deal with any sort of preamble or ramp up. I, it was just like, ah, this is familiar MCU. This is like the stuff that I like. And if anything, like, Maybe Loki kind of highlights that. Uh, yeah, there's not necessarily a superhero slump. I just think that just writing is so important. The writing, this and the actors they have in this are, you know, like world class. So this this has been a nice return to form since uh, Secret Invasion. Got to wash that out of my mouth. Let me drink some of this black If <laughs> <on. laughs>
1: you really picked the wrong thing to to wash that ah, piece out of your mouth, I feel like. like- <laughs> Ah! Um yeah, no, I I think I'm right there with you. Um I think that's an interesting way of describing it. And that actually is it's interesting you say it in that way because another bit of news that I just learned about moments before this podcast is that Marvel or Disney Plus will be moving away from the format of Marvel shows that we've seen to this point. Um which is to say that every series that has debuted on Marvel thus far has been conceived of as a mini-series and not an ongoing series, mm. uh, with Loki being the first of the uh, original shows to actually get a season two, and many of the other ones, there is not even a season two announced, as, uh, aside from, like, What If, which we know is, is in production right. um, and and coming out soon-ish. Um, but in general... There has been, you know, no news of actual movement on season two of any of these other shows, and it Marvel, ha- Marvel hasn't announced an intention, and Disney Plus, I guess, is involved, obviously, because of the parent company, but um, that they're going to be focusing on more multi-season shows that allow for character development and stuff like what you're talking about now. It's that... Like season two is great on a show that you love because the the table setting is out of the way and now you can just focus on growing these characters further who you've already grown with through through the uh, throughout the series uh, or or throughout the uh, entirety of the first season. So Mm -hmm. that's great news. I'm glad that they're deciding to do it. Hopefully, the like the what I would say is appropriate, but like definitely um large uh positive reaction to the show uh maybe has spurred them on uh, into to confirming that that was the right plan but man i hope if that is what they end up doing um i really hope that we do get season twos of some of these shows that we've seen though i hope that they don't decide oh like now going forward that's what we'll do but we're not revisiting any of these shows i i I could really use another mood night i could really use um uh i could use some more hawkeye
0: yeah exactly exactly it's originally like i thought the plan was solid i thought their plan of like yeah look we'll do these tv shows they'll be linked to the bigger movies but these are maybe characters we wouldn't want to Put or have them feature in their own movie, right? Like maybe, maybe for whatever reason, they they don't think the characters are big enough to carry it on their own, or it's a it's a broader tale that they want to tell. And I thought that was fine, but when they felt like they th- like they just felt like they just like dusted the MCU, but they they weren't connected. I mean, even look at the movies that they've done, and then the the later movies and. There's really no crossovers from between those movies. Like where's Shang-Chi? He's literally the first foray <laughs> into this new phase and he hasn't shown up at all anywhere else.
1: And yeah, you just go- that is surprising, right?
0: Yeah, just like, so why didn't you just make Shang-Chi a TV show then? If this was, if if this is what you were going to do and kind of keep them in this weird limbo. So I, I'm happy to hear that they're like realizing that, yeah, you, you could, you could, uh, you could uh, water down this stock a little bit more and get a lot more out of it. If you were to just treat them as TV shows and just go with it versus like these limited time events where you're not so certain you're ever going to see them again. And yeah, like I yeah. don't want to, I don't want like, yeah, the the one and only season I got of moon Knight. that was it. No, I want to see more moon Knight. Like, and I hope that that character appears in other things. Cause if not, you shouldn't have ever mentioned him in the first place or yeah. put him in a position. You know, don't do it. Don't get my hopes up in this instance. And
1: also, you know, Marvel, if you're listening, top two Moon Knight fans right here.
0: Mm-hmm. Two. We are Moon we, Knight stands.
1: Easily. We love Moon Knight. Yeah. Whoa. I don't know if you've got an, a, a rooftop nighttime event going coming up that is themed or situated around Moon Knight and all, I'm just saying, reach out to us.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: We'll Thanks. do whatever.
0: Yeah, whatever you need us to do. If it involves Moon Knight, we are there. We are We're there. there. Top, Top like...
1: two Moon Knight fans, PopSaga. Call us,
0: holla at you boys. <laughs> uh, we, don't, we don't have a number, but we got an
1: email address. That's it's right, call at us com. via email. Yeah. That's what kids are saying these right days, right? Give me a, a jingle on the old email, telephone. Yeah.
0: Uh, we we got this
1: uh, uh, uh,
0: uh, forum service called Discord. You can find us on there, too.
1: <laughs> wow. We're admins. Yeah, it's a, We're admins. It's a BBS. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, but we're here to talk about Loki, not Moon Knight. Yeah, let's talk about. Yeah, we're
0: not here to talk about Moon Knight, but you know, it's kind of everything that led up to it, and I think Loki overall uh, this season has been a lot more successful than, honestly, I was willing to give it credit for. Initially, I wasn't that hyped to watch it because I just now they've they've definitely kicked the crap out of me. With some of these last few uh, few movies and outings that I'm just like, uh, I'm not going to trust nothing until I watch it. It's over, and I can then make a, a sound judgment on it.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen. that is No one's disputing that. I think that that's a perfectly valid take. Um, what I'm saying is that I, I knew it was the same creative team, and so I was excited they really uh, you know not only from a production design perspective which you're totally right these sets are incredible the lighting is incredible the the grain on the film is incredible it is an incredible looking show but from a story perspective they were twisting and turning all over the place listen this was the creative team that was brave enough to put the thanos copter in the mcu the thanos copter take a moment and like of all the things of all the amazing moments in the comics that we've read over the years thanos copter was there ever a second in your mind that you ever considered that you would see a real deal prop that somebody made a physical prop of the Thanos copter. Did you ever think that would happen?
0: I didn't think we were getting Moon Knight. So, did they get a Thanos copter? <laughs> yeah, that was definitely not on
1: my That's that way on my down list. on the list. That's yeah. 50 places, 100 places down that's, from Moon Knight.
0: Uh, yeah, that, that is like weird uh, comic book knowledge. Like, you know yeah, it. That's, it's the It's that's a, a weird 2%-er. thing that you know yeah but not that's even yeah even people who read comics don't even realize that thing that's the first time thanos shows up he's flying around in a helicopter has his own name on it in an <laughs> his iron man comic name on it. yeah that's right
1: yeah. scary snapping thanos
0: yeah tormented tony stark in a helicopter branded with his name yeah right. no, I, I was not expecting that yeah and the, this this show does that I feel like it does it very well. I think it does it better than a lot of the other ones in terms of like layering and Easter eggs or like background, um, you know, like background imagery and things that just like are just nice little details that if you pick up, there's something for you. If you don't, it's okay. Just, it's like, it's real nice layering that I, that I appreciate that they, that they do with this show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Very true. I, I, I totally agree um uh so yeah let's let's talk about it a little how what have your uh impressions been of season uh two so far uh we're as i said we are four episodes in as i understand it, there are two episodes remaining um in this season sadly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh this i
0: mean too. yeah it's it's too quick It's like, you know, I mean, I get it also, you know, Tom Hiddleston's a, you know, a superstar at this point. So, like, the best you're probably going to get out of him is six episodes on this. But I mean,
1: yeah, but you never know. Right. Like you would. Tom Hiddleston is not acting too good for this role. He is acting the crap out of this role.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like maybe that's like, I'm not necessarily sure of his uh, earlier background. So I don't know if he was like a BBC actor. So he was just kind of used to jumping from like TV show to TV show, or if he immediately got into movies and kind of jumped. So I'm not sure of that, but yeah, no, he's, I mean, he's treating this as a role that, you know, like that he's been playing for so many years, but he's doing a, a magnificent job at it. Um, yeah, no, I really, every episode of this show, this season, has gotten better. Episode one mm-hmm. came in super intriguing. You're wondering what the hell's going on. We're doing the time jumping around. It's definitely layering in some things for you. And then, see you know, episode two, you're like, oh, okay, that's kind of what happened. Oh, this is a trip. Then episode three, I was like, how are you gonna beat this episode? This is so much fun and wild. And then four, holy shit. They were like, okay, uh, three hold my beer. Let me show you how it's done. And it's just like every episode just increasingly getting better and better. And uh, again, layering more things. I hope these things end up being important to the grander scheme of stuff because I I feel like they deserve it. But um, yeah, super like, I've been super enjoying it. I've been looking forward to it. And yeah, that's high praise for me. Cause like I said, secret invasions really kicked me in the teeth in terms of the <laughs> TV show. Like it made me like, okay, I'm good. Even if the other shows were good, I don't know if I could come back to this or this needs to be appointment television for me. Right? Like I got to watch it on a Thursday verse because I don't want to get spoiled by the internet. This instance, I'm like, no, I got to watch this when it's out.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, i'm right there with you it, it's a really interesting situation right um like we have like you said secret evasion a little bit of a dud not really all that well received we get um quantum mania which it, again is sort of like hmm, i don't know it the the reception did not seem all that glowing yeah. in my memory i thought the movie was you know it, fine i I didn't have any huge problems with
0: it, sure, it's not the worst ant man movie, but that's not saying much yeah uh, i i um, I don't know if with them if that's because they are the product of this is a movie you could make during the pandemic, so like a lot more you know that so that kind of informed how they made it. I'm not necessarily sure about that, but uh yeah no anyway, please continue sorry, the diatribe but.
1: Oh, no, no, absolutely. I mean, uh, that's a great point. Um, but uh, but all that being said, um, I totally lost where I was. <laughs> I tried to pick it up. Yeah, never, never, never point... again. I'll just let you talk. I'll just, I'll just shut up now. I'm shutting <laughs> up now. No, no, <laughs> no. Please don't. Can you imagine what this show would be like? Oh, my God. Uh, is there a way to get negative listeners? Um, but, uh, anyway, good show. <laughs> Loki. <laughs> good show. <laughs> Loki, Loki, a good show. Um, it'll come to me like, you know, 30 minutes from now, I will totally, uh, pick this, uh, train of thought back up. But anyway, I don't know. Uh, one thing I want to, to, to circle back on real quick. Uh, you, you had it dead on. It does look like Tom Hiddleston was a BBC TV movie actor and series actor for the majority of the, the origin of his career, starting all the way back in 2001 when on the TV series Armadillo. No, no, no. The TV series The Life and Adventures of Nicholas Nickleby. He played a lord. Anyway, I just wanted to just uh, to give you some kudos because, man, you, uh, you had his number. I
0: mean, it just felt like it, and that's, I mean, you know, that's the thing though, is it felt, it's the same with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, it's the same, they're like BBC actors, so like, even though they're making, you know, multi-million dollars with these movies now, it, 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 you know, a role is a role to them, and I don't think there's a difference, as much of a difference between TV and movies, or that division that, you know, we would definitely run into with, I don't know, most of our you know, uh, movie stars, the ones that we would still say are movie stars, right? Like the idea that you're gonna catch Tom Cruise doing a six episode miniseries for like Netflix or whatever, is is, is, seems like it's never gonna happen.
1: It really does. It is interesting, right? That we use Tom Cruise as our like, that is a movie star. I don't disagree. I'm just saying, it is interesting how that that is like a good shorthand.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, we could we could do Robert De Niro, even though he he's gone on and done TV. We could do Al Pacino, but Al Pacino's gone. But like these, you know, I, and I don't even want to use quote unquote movie stars, but what we grew up with as movie stars, you know, there was always a clear distinction between a TV actor and a movie actor, and if you're a movie actor you would never really see them do TV shows because I don't know if they thought it was beneath them, but definitely, you know, there must've been a pay disparity and everything else. So you had your your classifications. Now you could always go from a TV actor to a movie actor, but it was rare to see people do it the other way. But like when you get someone like a Tom Hiddleston or Benedict Cumberbatch or anyone who kind of comes from TV or whatever, but a role is a role and they're willing to give it their hundred percent, no matter what the medium is, it mm-hmm. it always makes for like a worthwhile time. And I think that's what really, you know, sells this. It's the same as like having Owen Wilson, to be honest. I don't think of Owen Wilson necessarily as like, um, like in Tom Cruise level movie stardom at all, nothing against Owen Wilson at all, but I don't see him as that, but the fact that it's still weird to see him on a TV show. Cause I would just would uh, immediately clump him as, no, he's a movie guy. He does movies. That's, you know, that's how he acts. That's the way he acts. And here we have yeah. him in this and, and again, though, acting the crap out of it because a role is a role and I am really appreciating it with this, uh, this, uh, series specifically.
1: I mean I, I tend to agree I think everyone on the show is like so good like yeah. they're all giving it so much and each one feels like you're getting like you're 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 getting a, a present somehow because mm-hmm. It, it, mm-hmm. it feels like all these you, you kind of feel like well I shouldn't I shouldn't be lucky enough to to watch all of these like powerhouse actors uh be like acting their hearts out on a show uh, on a genre show I really enjoy. You feel like you're you're getting away with something almost uh mm-hmm, I think with mm-hmm. these performances. And yeah, I, I think hear you. season 2 just layers on the layers on the, the the lovable performances. Uh and this is like this is everybody. This is like people this is Eugene Cordero. This is like everybody on the show is is so like uh, so endearing uh, mm-hmm, and memorable mm-hmm. and like the fact that they come with they come back with season 2, they introduce Ouroboros, a brand new character you've never seen before, already you're like, this is one of my favorite characters
0: Yep, I like him, immediately Immediately, immediately.
1: Yeah And immediately. I mean, a lot of that is is due to the, to the portrayal of the, of the person who's actually playing that character
0: yeah, totes. It's like, I mean, come on, this is, this is data. This is, you know, like, yeah. this, this is royalty to us. In ter- you know, like, cause here, you know, here we are, we're like kids growing up with this kid pretty, you know, like, so it was a few years older than us, but like this kid having you know, swashbuckling adventures with Indiana Jones or, you know, with Josh Brolin saving his town from, you know, from these evil uh, real estate people and shit. Like, Data is one of my favorite characters. Goonies is one of my favorite movies. So just to have, um, you know, Ki-Hwan Kwan in the show, I was already excited that, you know, he's been acting again. But, like, yeah, instantly lovable. And you just, you know, and that takes, that takes a master class, but also takes that they did such a, you know, they did a well enough job with season one that like all the weird overhead that they had is done. So now they can just jump into even the weirder things, because if you know, you know, and if you're jumping into this in season two, yeah, you're probably hell's a lost, um, go back, (laughs) watch season one, but yeah. That goes just
1: back to what I was saying about feeling spoiled. This is an Oscar winner. And we're getting him as like a an, an amazing, lovable character on a on a show that we're we're both excited about. It feels, uh, it feels like I don't know, like we're we've input a cheat code. <laughs> it truly yeah. is.
0: Yeah, I mean, even like, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to call out specifically Tara Strong because yeah, I'm a, a a big mark for voice actors. In oh, general, sure, yeah, and and you know she's been a voice that I've heard for you know going on twenty years now, and her this Miss Minutes, like it just shows the power that a voice actor has, right, of oh, their wow. craft, like the the slight inflections, everything else. It just it's so it's so captivating. It's amazing. Like you're you're looking at this animated. You know, three D character. You're going like this character is scary as shit. Congratulations, (laughs) you know, and it's done to that uh, amazing betrayal. Uh, Yeah, absolutely absolutely. loving it. Yeah,
1: I think one of the things that is very interesting about season two that is different feeling than season one is season one had like a a real sort of uh, globe trotting um, like freshness to it. You're always every episode you seemed like you were discovering new things and going somewhere like very majestic and and engrossing and, and discovering these little corners of the multiverse and uh, it was like that sort of discovery was very fun. Season mm-hmm. two feels much more focused it feels much more like focused on telling this, the, the next part of the story in a way that, like, they're not going to a ton of different locations, even though they do have some amazing, they go to some amazing places uh, in a few of the episodes, but a lot of the series takes place at the, the TVA HQ and I think that is, I think that change, that gear change from the first season has been, like, really interesting to me and it has been, like, it's one of the things that has me really um, like invested is the fact that their willingness to sort of play with the format, um, in the service of telling the larger story, uh, I think has been has been just captivating, and and this season, uh, especially has sort of cemented that.
0: Yeah, I it's it's been interesting to watch things unfold, because it feels like maybe this is the partly like you know my prediction caps or whatever but it feels like if this show is successful or Loki and the TVA and this are successful at the end of this no one would have noticed anything happened but the lengths in which they go to to make sure that that happens is you know it's huge and yeah it's a lot more focused.
1: Well you're saying in
0: in universe right? In universe like right like because they're First thing is, you know, they're going through like, you know, that that one judge is like taking all the, the the little, little watchers and stuff, bringing them over, and they're like literally nuking these timelines, and you know, B fifteen, oh, yeah.
1: uh, Dox when Dox takes her, uh, exactly, her of Minutemen,
0: Minutemen. Thank you. I was trying to remember. I was like, what do they call them? Of course, Minutemen. That's right. Yeah, taking them and they're just like bombing these these. Timelines, because that's how they would do things. But then you have like B fifteen play like Wunmi Masaku, who's like She's amazing in the show. Yeah, like just, just killer performances from this character and stuff like that. And um, here we are, like they're realizing that these timelines are people. So that level of humanity that was maybe, devoid from the TVA because they weren't looking at it is now on display. But the end result of this is, you know, they're trying to stabilize the multiverse. They're trying to to, to, to calm this down from this loom. And if they're successful, that means you and I and everyone else and, you know, their their sacred timeline would never know that happened. Would never know that time was at such a, you know, at at such a crossroads that, you know, the, the likelihood of us disappearing was very high And who's going to save us, but the God of mischief cool. Well, sign me up, (laughs) you know, because it's, it's interesting (laughs) to watch this version of Loki, which is not quite the same Loki we got in Thor Ragnarok, because this technically this Loki is from the end of Avengers. One is still going through his kind of redemption arc.
1: Uh, yeah, in a different the way and i is dead
0: dead yeah gone so this is yeah this is 2012 loki this is right after the you know the battle of new york but this version of this loki is still learning to be a better loki in just a different way it's just it's just so fun to kind of watch and see this go around and the mystery behind it and it's really lovely because there's no like direct comic book that this is from. So there's n- I have no preconceived notion of how this should end. So it's such a fun ride, uh, to just kind of see what transpires. Cause I, I don't know. In fact, this show just makes me feel kind of dumb. Like comparatively <laughs> because I'm like, so? I don't i don't know what's happening sometimes i'm like where is this going what are you doing what are you wearing are you wearing anything at all like you know like what it just feels smarter than i am i don't know the only way i can explain it
1: i i mean i don't think i think that they are deliberately withholding details i don't think that has anything to do with your uh relative intelligence
0: uh Eh, yeah i'm I'm agree to (laughs) disagree with that
1: uh, but it is. I think that that this uh this series of four episodes is fairly fortuitous to talk about because it completes a loop in a weird way. Yep. And at the end of uh episode one, uh Loki gets pruned, which is the uh the sort of uh sterilized name for someone painfully evaporating out of existence. Yep. Uh and we we don't know and and sylvie sees it because he trap he time slips time slipping by the way shout out to the whoever was the um visual effects supervisor who designed these uh and the team and everyone who went into designing time slipping it's the most one of the it's body horror it's horrible it's gross it's an amazing it, it is a, a really good effect and it looks awful um, as, as Mobius very hilariously, uh, puts <laughs> during the, 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 series. But, um, um, but, uh, God, did I lose my place again? I have I think to you really lost stop your place taking again. these, I have to stop taking these detours. I have to stop taking these detours to compliment people, even though I really do mean it. It looks so good. I mean, um, it, it, it oh, does. I was talking about the loop, um, so we we have, like, we know now why, who pruned him, and it was himself. Um, and uh, it was because he had time slipped into the future in the first episode. We saw him get pruned, and then it kind of goes... The way that they're playing with time in this series is fascinating. Um, not only that, did we get just get, like, the ending of that loop, but it's like... Each episode, you have to kind of approach it with a fresh perspective, because it is... It's hard to tell kind of sometimes like what version of the character you're seeing and where they are and, uh, you know, know what timeline this version of the character was from. I have to say in the season or in episode four, when the second Loki shows up and he's looking at that little stopwatch and he's uh, and he is rushing around. I had no idea it was a second Loki until I didn't even notice like the fact that he had a coat and the other Loki didn't have a coat. Um, so that was like a huge shock to me when that whole uh, pruning happened again. Even though that was the same scene in the first episode, I was like, oh, I just wasn't, I didn't know what to expect.
0: You were banned, and the thing is, if you, I, I went back and kind of scanned through some of the episodes, at that moment in episode one, you can see that there is someone behind that Loki, yeah. and that was that Loki. But that's uh, yeah. just the attention to detail that you know. Honestly, they did not need to include. That could have just always been the case. But there was just if you were observant enough, which I wasn't the first time. He just was there. And then he pruned. I was like, oh shit, what's going on? Like this is insane. Yeah.
1: Then he's just he's back in this uh, the next episode, and you're just like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, well, like, what happened?
1: You know he was in the future, but so I guess that part is what you are, it allows you to suspend your disbelief. But I don't remember being like incredulous and being like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because of course they have that, and it's weird, only the first episode gets an after credit scene, but they have that after credit stinger in the first episode that like sets up the whole McDonald's angle mm-hmm. um, that we see uh, Sylvie working at. Uh man, and talk about performances when Sylvie sees Loki, and she's working at the McDonald's. The look, the she is destroyed. Like she's having, she's having a happy, normal life. Mm-hmm. One of the really brilliant details the filmmakers use to make this apparent is that her name card has like all the flair on it from yep. like being a model employee. Uh, that's something that they necessarily like you know shine a spotlight on and make obvious but like just so i mean just so you know i watched i just finished watching the whole series through uh again i watched it today um okay before the podcast as a, a way to get ready and sort of see it in a condensed format sure and i also wanted to see it again i liked it so much yeah, um yeah. but yeah i'm all just just so you know just so you know where I'm coming from, John. Uh, yeah,
0: I get it now. I get it. I get it. I hear I'm the box cutter it. on your side.
1: Yeah, I got it. Thank I you. Know. <laughs> but, yes, I was, mine has, is all greased up, so it has no sound, but I've been He's trying all...
0: to. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's got a weird slide whistle in it instead <laughs> of
0: a clickety-clack sound. Um... It plays yakety-sax whenever it
1: goes up but watching that scene in particular again was so affecting uh knowing that like uh that she had like achieved a modicum of like peace and happiness in this in this like what is relative uh mundanity to you and I regular life stuff but to her must be outlandish um, right was a real heartbreaking moment i thought and just a, a masterful performance uh just got to just endless claps all the claps. Please? All of them. No, even, all. Not yeah. not the clap. Uh the All the all applause. The applause. There we go. Uh, no, all the flowers.
0: Flower. All the flowers. That's what the kids have been yes. doing saying now.
1: There we go. Yes. Yeah. All the flowers to you, Sylvie. Truly. My goodness. I mean everyone really is It's <laughs> really I mean, pulling out all the stops.
0: Yeah, even though, uh Rafael Cassell, the guy who played X five. He's oh, yeah. Coming with it. I had no idea, but I meant it like, I was like, was he in the first season? I don't remember. But if he was, I don't like him. I definitely don't yeah. like him now,
1: you know? He definitely was in the first season. I'm almost positive.
0: Yeah, I believe uh, you. I just don't remember him, but I sure as hell didn't, you know, in this instance, like, oh, no, you're up to no good. But he's so he's so good at playing a duplicitous individual. It's really, it's really, enjoy, it's really an enjoyable, like experience kind of going through with it. Cause like I said, you don't know what's coming. And yeah, episode one, I wasn't, I had no idea what land we were landing on. I had no idea if he was, initially I had no idea if Loki was sliding between time or different multi versions of the multiverse, like a different version of the TVA, or if like the TVA is always a constant, even within you know, in in that instance, like I had no idea, so it was. It took me a little while to kind of get oriented with exactly how they were, going to play with time, in this in, in this season.
1: Well, I have a a shocking revelation.
0: Well, Please, for you, John. Please help me Apparently, out. Apparently, I told you, I feel uh,
1: dumb. No, no, no. Apparently, Rafael uh, Casal who plays AKA Brad Wolf in the primary timeline has only been in three episodes uh, starting this year. So he's, he wasn't in the previous one. The same thing with general docs, Kate Dickey only in three episodes. Why do I remember these people from the previous series? (laughs) Is that just me being like, Oh, they must be, they must have featured. They're so prominently featured now they must be have been featured in the the previous series.
0: Man, yeah, maybe. That's just not the case. But I mean they feel like they fit in so well. They kind of yeah, have that impression weird. like they've always been there type of thing hmm. versus another foils. I wasn't I was 100% sure if they were in season 1 or at least X-5 was in season 1. I didn't remember them, but my memory is not like um not the best as of late. So and i did not go back to rewatch season 1 i don't think i've gone back and watched any of the uh, tv shows after the initial watch
1: yeah it's been to be i haven't seen loki since the original airing so mm-hmm. that's definitely my excuse definitely i was like oh i must not remember i'm sure they were in the the series look on imdb nope no they were I think what really fooled me is that they they established their history so uh, like efficiently through their mm-hmm. uh, uh, through the dialogue and how the other characters react to them that I kind of like it felt like I should know who they are. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay. Well, they they introduced so many people this season. Uh. So many cool characters. Very cool. Um. But uh, it just goes to show how different the season is than the previous ones, because the previous ones were really centered on Loki and him, you know, his sort of trials and tribulations with the TVA and him trying to escape and Mm -hmm. um, his adventures at the end of time and all that stuff. Um, So, you know, if you go back and you look at this IMDb, there's a ton of people from the original series that were just like, you know, boastful Loki, this Loki, that Loki. Yeah. it really reminds you of how different uh, it used to be uh, uh, in the previous season and how much they're willing to play with the format in this one. Um, so I also have to say, and this is weird because, like, there is a bit of controversy swirling around one of the members of the cast, but, I mean, the Jonathan Major's performance in this is... Great. I don't know, you know, we'll see what the outcome of these trials say, but
0: it, it's the only look. I'm gonna, I, I'm, I'm with you. It's the only thing that is kind of the, it's the only mar on this show for me. Is like, I feel like I could even enjoy it even more if that wasn't looming over it.
1: It, 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 if it was just cleared up, you know, it cleared lot, up you know? and
0: understand it one, one way or the other, I yeah. would, you know, what, however it may be, whatever happens, but it definitely does kind of, you know, it makes me take a look at it and go like, oh man, like, yeah, I, I hope this all gets cleared up because this is really taken away from, uh, you know, uh, an actor who has some real inspired choices. In in terms of how to generate and create a character, and so and he, he does a wonderful job. It just sucks that this this, this specter is there. Um, it's the only thing that really yeah. makes me just kind of go like, ugh. Like I don't know if I can a hundred percent like it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know? it feels we- like I love the show so much, but it feels weird talking about it a little bit because you because there is so much that is unknown. Um, you know, I think I speak for all of the members of Pop Saga, yourself included, when I say, like, we believe that victims, and yep. there is some very, I don't know, there's victims that are saying stuff, and I believe them. Um, and so it, you know, it it's, it's tough, because even if the trial goes one way or the other, it's weird it's a weird situation Mm -hmm. Um, if we completely separate the artist from the art which I think is something that is really tough to do I myself find it hard to do a lot of the time yeah Um, I ended up really caring about this this very like um, this very heightened take on a very interesting character Um, and that is one of the reasons why season or episode four really hit as strong as it did because the ultimate fate of this character is like horrifying. Yeah. (laughs) And this character seems so innocent in a way, even though you can feel that He is merely a cog in a grander machination that is yet to play to fully play out. Um, In fact, everything in season two, episode four felt like it was, it went exactly according to the he who remains grand design. Um, But yeah, I don't know. That's, I don't know. I'm not, I, I feel I'm not, like, I'm never good with expressing and talking about this kind of stuff, but I guess that's, well, that's
0: well I mean, it's cause it's, uh, I mean, it's a, uh, fuck it. It's a touchy subject. It doesn't, it doesn't help because there's layers on top of it. Other than just talking about, you know, uh, an actors performance, there's more influencing your thoughts on it than just the, the standard, like you said, um, trying to separate the artist from the art. It's, it's hard for me. You know, there's just straight up people I don't listen to anymore because I can't be like, well, I like this song or I like this, but it's not enough for, it's not enough for me to say I can forgive that individual for what they've done if they've, you know, been found to do it and stuff like that. Uh, so it's just like. And this isn't, it's difficult and it just shows how, you know, powerful a performance it was because it was a different take of a character that you were introduced to who's definitely been manipulated or maybe is, you know, the, the sp- spaghettification was a part of, you know, a grander design to convert him to exactly who he needs to be like, I have no clue. That's, that's, I, uh, that's the, that's the thing with it. Like no idea where it's going to go from it, but like you've, you've had two interactions with this character. You've been told that they're, they're a terrible, scary individual. And in, in some ways scarier than Thanos ever was. So how do you create a redeeming quality? Well, uh, dude figured it out.
1: Yeah, he certainly did. I mean, like, if you think about the, the three portrayals of this same character, uh, like, they couldn't be more different. They, uh, like, they, you have, like, the, the thoughtful tactician, the uh, warlord, and the, like, what feels like the, the innocent inventor. Yep.
0: Yeah, bystander.
1: Yeah, not, I guess, not, not entirely innocent. He's a bit of a flim-flam artist, but he's just trying to make his way uh, in the world. Um but certainly his fate feels unearned, even though there's, there's a couple of interesting things that I do wanna, that I noticed during this episode that I do wanna talk to you about. Sure. Um, like, number one, and people have pointed this out, um, so this isn't like a, this isn't a, a, a new thought. Okay. I just want to put it out there. This is not. I don't have no. I have no new thoughts in my head.
0: Okay, no new thoughts in Forrest's head. That's nothing new. Okay. <laughs> How
1: dare you? <laughs> uh, but there were several inst like when when Victor Timely gets to the TVA and everything that happens thereafter. There are several instances where. It, Victor Timely is acting slightly out of character or in a way that makes you kind of think he is sort of in on what is about to happen in a way that maybe isn't a hundred percent apparent in the, in the thing that we, that we saw. Um, Like the way that there's like sneaky little things, like the way that he phrases things, right? Like saying everything is going according to plan. You could easily take that as everything is going according to the plan that that has been devised by Ouroboros and Mobius, and that's what he's referring to. But it is also it's like a it's an interesting way of phrasing it in a that could be phrased a hundred different ways. But again, with the context, greater context that we know, it does kind of raise a red flag, mm-hmm. um, which I think is there are several instances that are like that. Like for instance, there are Victor timely. We only know for a very short amount of time, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but we see in multiple instances, whenever Victor is offered a partnership, that is something that he is vehemently against. He doesn't do partnerships and they show that at multiple occasions they make sure to like hammer that home Mm -hmm. yet. When he is working with Ouroboros, because there's a reverence there, he says, you and I, we can. the only people who can do this is you and I together, which is the sudden reversal for the character. And it has me wondering why it does seem out of character from the person we just established. Now I think the viewer, just like myself, I never questioned it the first time through because he has like, there's mutual reverence that makes it make sense. But then it happens, and I'm like, wait a minute, this is someone who's vehemently against partnerships, even ditched Ravona off the, the uh, boat that they were on, um, when you know the, the, when the the specter of partnership was risen.
0: That's true. That is true. That happened.
1: Yeah, what do you think about that? Is there anything there? Am I reading too far into stuff?
0: I don't know. You, because you could read that as two ways. You could read this as he is maybe trying to inspire Ob uh, to do the best. Like you could think of it as you know, there's nothing but good intentions there, or maybe Ob is a part. Or, you know, in essence, maybe he is another Kang or a Kang variant yeah. that we're not aware of because they had this very, in that same inner, you know, the, in, in that interchange, they had a very like chicken before the egg conversation with the TV handbook, the TVA handbook. Cause he's talking about like, well, I learned everything from a 19th century Victor Timely and Victor Timely's like, well, I learned everything from this book so who came first
1: yeah the you know, book that he who remains told Ravona to like shove give, in this version of the himself's window at a very specific date and time
0: right exactly now here's the here's the interesting if we go back one episode earlier we notice that when Ravona does that the the title and place card says sacred timeline but then when we jump to the world's Fair it says uh branched timeline or something like that it it that's it, right yeah which means that because of that book happening it turned it from uh you know part of the sacred timeline it it became a variant a a a, var- a variation of that timeline so we not we're not sure if Victor timely is like, still part of the original there's the main timeline or he's just another yeah pawn and you know he who remains plans so it it it, so in that scene when you're talking about like yeah he's against partnerships but this could also be something along the lines of they would need to work together because he knows that this is the only individual here would be capable of fixing what needs to be fixed. And that is why that partnership or that, that verbiage is used. But yeah, I think you're right. Now that you're bringing it up, it's kind of making me remember that a little bit more. It it could literally go two ways, even with him getting uh, turned into a bowl of Bolognese. Um,
1: <laughs> he really got spagooted. Yeah, he uh, really did. Um, there, There may be, I mean, they make a lot of reference when uh, Morbius, or Mobius, I should say. Morbius, uh, it's Morbid Time, out uh, uh, out of the the temporal loom. Um, But uh, when Mobius goes out there, uh, Ouroboros makes a very big deal about saying that, like, if he's exposed to too much temporal radiation, his skin will peel from his bones, so that gives that's okay that's like maybe that's why they did that effect that way but there is again you know i think that this was so shocking i'm kind of looking for symbols and everything and they may not exist but him like disintegrating into strings and then the like the loom being sort of strings that you're wrapping together and like all this sort of weaving uh, terminology makes me kind of think that this was like it needed to happen in order to make He Who Remains appear.
0: Yeah, I I think you are right in the fact that this feels like this is all part of that Kang's machinations. Yeah. If it, like I feel like at the end of season one, he knew Sylvie was going to kill him because everything's been written and dictated to that point. So he knew that was gonna happen. So he is maybe ensuring his survival or at least a version of Kang that could carry on his, you know, like his task versus the other ones, right? Kind of like, I, like, cause I don't know really what Kang's end game would be. Like, is this him trying to be the one where there's no more other Kings and he's the only King or, you know, or is it one King against many or like what, what's the end game here? But I, I do agree. Like we're seeing these moves done by someone we've, we either know, which is he who remains or another person pulling the strings. Yeah. Um, we saw that.
1: at the end of uh, quantum mania, we saw a bunch more Kang variants. Um, they're out there doing something. This has to factor in somehow. You would you would imagine they already exist, uh, but as you said, very like deftly pointed out earlier, this exists sort of outside of what is happening in the physical or quantum realm. Truly, um, so it may not. You know, it may only tangentially relate, but um, it does feel like this is kind of like the culmination of a predestination paradox Mm. Um, that like, because the scenes with he who remains take place at the end of time. So you have to assume that that even if you're, if you're to think about time linearly in the context of the show, that does have, that does happen in the future of the people we're seeing now, because the whole temporal wars and stuff that's too still to come um I have to assume right
0: i I think it's a safe assumption it i hate that's that's my problem with time travel since none of us can yeah. actually do it. we don't it's actually tough. know what happens, but any time that you Spend try yourself. to well okay, fair enough <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Marty McForest. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you, you you don't know, but anytime that you apply, I don't know, I, I put this, I'm doing air quotes in my office, by the way, logic to it, you, you poke uh-huh. giant holes through it immediately where it doesn't make any sense because there would be, There's too many variables to account for, Mm -hmm. but if you are someone who is a master of time and space, right? Like this, this, this cosmic force of time and you understand it as, as deftly as a Kang would, it would be conceivable that you could set up all these machinations to ensure that you survive, even if you're dead or, yeah. you know, your, your ideal survive. Like what's up with Ravona? Like is, or is she a Kang variant? You know, yeah. that he, he used to help secure his place and then wiped her brain or, you know, someone else that she, you know, he met years later and was, became infatuated with. Like, we have no idea what this means. Like shit. What is miss minutes? Cause miss minutes was originally, yeah, he made me the play chess and now she couldn't like, is this multi super death AI of death, but also knows all, you know, it's like, she's like the worst, uh, Palm pilot ever. Cause she knows all his secrets. She knows everything. And she's been with him for, seems like a long ass time. So like, what, what is miss minutes into this? And like, I mean, there's a lot of imagery too, where she like, you see, Miss Minutes, and where she's standing, is usually in in line with like the the Kang uh, portraits on the side of the walls. Like she's in the center. So I'm like, "Are you an essence of a Kang? Are you like, what are you doing here? What's your goal? Because obviously you seem like you you you, you love Kang or you're infatuated with him and you want a body. So like, yeah, what that you- part
1: was. uh That part was. I did not expect, I, I knew that Miss Minutes was a villain from the last season. I don't think I expected this much character development in this sort of a time. It's very cool, actually. Uh, I mean, for Miss, me, I- Miss Minutes has been one of the uh, very, yeah. I, to echo what you said, very terrifying.
0: Yeah, but like, yeah, terrifying, but a great villain. Like someone that you go, okay. Truly. I wasn't expecting this. I was expecting you to be like the, uh, assistant to the villain. But now there was part of me that was saying, is this Miss Minutes all along? You know, like, is this a, is this Agatha Harkness, <laughs> you know, or is like, <laughs> it was Miss
1: minutes? minutes all
0: along. Well, yeah. Like, what is this? Cause I'm not necessarily so. sure, but she definitely seems in on some of this stuff or has aspirations of her own. Right? And not necessarily. I think that's
1: definitely true. Like, think about the, the end of season three, or sorry, the, the end of episode three, when she's. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> My. Yeah. When she says that they don't need him and maybe they never did.
0: That's true. And then again in four when she gets rebooted she says there's like you'll she comes back with the whole Terminator thing and says like you'll never be him, which yeah. is like like again which seems like yeah, which, thinking about it in that terms to answer your initial question about all this, I think Victor Timely is innocent, but, was a pawn specifically for uh, He Who Remains, or maybe even the person who's beyond the end of time, Kang type of thing, the, the, the set things in motion.
1: Yeah, I mean, according to Miss Minutes and the, the foreshadowing that she's given so far, He who remains, this is all part of his plan. Because he, he, the book was all him. The plan was all him. And then, uh, like she says, once he is where he belongs on the back at the the head of the TVA, then they will be right by his side. Um, obviously not serious because, uh, Miss Minutes tries to get rid of Ravona several times. (laughs) And, uh, obviously really out for herself and out for her and uh really she's standing the uh He Who Remains, Miss Minutes celebrity couple name, which I don't even know what that would be. uh mm. He Who reminits Yeah, I like that. <laughs> he Miss,
0: Who remains. Ce- Miss, Miss Remains? Miss Remains. I like that one. I'm going Miss Remains.
1: Uh... Yeah, so that's obviously what she is, uh, what she's gunning for. Um, but a lot of questions, a lot of questions remain. Uh, speaking of remaining, a lot of questions remain after this episode. Definitely impactful. Um, I don't know about you, but when uh, Victor Timely turned into spaghetti, I was, I audibly was like, "Oh my god." <laughs>
0: So, all right, I have an admission to make
1: oh what what's up? Uh,
0: so, um, while I was watching that episode, I decided to drink a drink of something that was not booze, but that might have been filled with a little something else,
1: uh-huh, yeah, right. You had a magical drink that took a- you to a fairyland of adventure,
0: yeah, so. When I was in that fairyland of adventure while watching this episode, when that happened, uh huh, the 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 problem was, and uh, a Tiny knows because I could barely say this, I felt like I saw that episode already. I felt like I had oh, wow. deja vu. That's <laughs> so, though it happened. I wasn't surprised because, it was, because in my head at the time I was like of course this happens cuz I've seen this wow. already.
1: Okay, strong drink. That is a very oh. strong <laughs> drink.
0: John. Yes, um I'll put it like this. I ignored the fact that the can had notches on the side that tell oh, you where a, a, a suggested serving was. Oh, and wow. instead I just drank the can and um that like you
1: had a real fun night oh it was
0: fantastic uh i obviously i will not endorse this for everybody else but um it was great because i lived in deja vu land for a few hours and because uh, we watched lower decks as well and i was going oh i've seen this too this is deja vu this i've seen all this stuff this is great i'm traveling through time i'm a victor timely,
1: timely yeah there timely, you go timely, you got timely. your tempad pad and everything
0: yeah t- and the, the part that got me was when the loom like explodes and that flash of white light that scared the shit out of me. Um, shouldn't have, you, but it did. You
1: were not, in, you were not in a state, <laughs> yeah. to accept this. Yeah, you're like, so, it's everything's ending.
0: Yeah, so sp- spaghettification of an individual where you could see rib bones and a jawbone did nothing to me. Yeah. Bright light, uh,
1: terrifying,
0: spoopy time. Yeah.
1: Well, that's, good. that's a very interesting take, John, very interesting viewing experience that you had. No. Um, while you were tripping the light fantastic and uh, <laughs> traipsing across the, that, that flat disk we call time, yes. um, did you happen to see any sort of future uh, hints that you have uh, then gleaned and you can maybe... Let's make some predictions. What do you say about what's going to happen? on the next two episodes of Loki season 2
0: sure okay um well we know Loki says this will all make sense so there's something he knows that we don't he did he he did drop that nugget so there's something that he knows that we don't so i don't think this is this is technically the end but I think he's gonna go time sliding some more, so I think we're gonna revisit some key areas that we had in loki season one that we haven't mm. w- or uh points in Loki season one so i i i I feeling like we're gonna get back to he who remains um uh from that that point where him and Sylvie were originally fighting. Because he'll time slip over there, and maybe change something to make sure that that doesn't happen. Um, that that's one of my wild theories. The the other one is Obi is a uh, is a Kang variant, um, and maybe he's behind all the machinations because he's just so kind and lovable that they'd have to do that to us and um, ruin that character. So th- so those have kind of been my two prevailing thought so far about like what's going to happen. It's really hard for me to like pin down what's going to happen in the show because it, it, I don't know if what happens in the show again, will matter to the MCU and the greater MCU. And at this point in how I feel about it, I'd rather it not. So, uh, I, I, I don't know what the end game for this, this, this show is so it's really hard to kind of predict, but I'm thinking Loki time slipping to fix that explosion, and then uh, Obi is a Kang variant. There you go.
1: Very interesting. Uh, you know, it would it, there would be a bit of sort of beautiful symbology if that ends up being true. Of course, the Ouroboros, a symbol for renewal, uh, and rebirth. And the cycle of death and rebirth. So very, it would be very prescient to have him play a big part in the the resurrection of he who remains, or some other worse Kang variant. Um, of course, you know, the the famous final words of he who remains. I'll see you soon. Yep. Uh, originally thought to think uh, thought to be referencing all the variants that would uh, soon be on, you know show up on the scene. Uh, but could very well have been just talking about himself. Um, and, but yeah, I think those are very interesting theories. I think I agree with you. Definitely, my take on the next couple episodes is I think that we see the end of a loop. But uh, when the the screen goes to white and that explosion hits the TVA, um, but I don't think we are seeing the end of the that timeline necessarily. I think we're just seeing the end of that loop and I think we're gonna start over some somewhere uh, previously, maybe as you said in season one or or perhaps in season two, I'm not sh- so sure, but there is definitely going to feels like there's gonna be a reset of some sort. Um, or they go like they kind of did on the first season where they put us in somewhere completely new. And they tell a weird, like, sort of of end-of-time style story with maybe whatever is left after this loom explodes. Because it's likely that the loom exploding is also part of the overall plan. Um, And so perhaps Victor Timely going out there with that device is something that kickstarts the uh, the arrival of of this this the king variant that i assume will be the big bad of going forward i assume that that's what the show will do it will finally set up like a central focal point um for the rest of for the rest of the mcu to sort of congeal around
0: yeah i i mean i, I yeah i'm grokking that I'm feeling like that could be the case in a sense. That's what I'm saying. Like the, the, when I'm like the loom explodes, Loki going back, I have a feeling like it's like him trying to correct it. Um I don't necessarily know of resetting, but like it's just trying to correct what happened. And when he's like, um you know, when he, when he, when he made that statement where he just saw like, Like he knows something. So I think there's a moment even between his time slipping where he went somewhere else, where we weren't with him at that time. So he's gonna go back there or do something. I don't, I mean, it's it's really tough, but I do hope at the end of this, we do get some sort of confirmation of the Kang that we need to be wary of that's going to set up, you know, uh, secret wars. And everything else, like I, I, I kinda hope we get that moving because we don't even though the movies have been spread out a little bit more, we don't really have that many movies left between that and that Avengers movie. So what like if, you, you need to start setting this shit up. Okay. Shoot.
1: All right, here is my wild here's my wild prediction. And um I don't know. This this seems this seems far fetched. I think even for me so screen goes white next episode Loki wakes up somewhere doesn't know where he was we spend the entirety of that episode sort of being introduced to this strange new place final episode the reveal is he's in Warworld.
0: <laughs> I mean I'd be for it why not get us get us right back there um
1: they just set it up. I mean, they'll, then the movies will take some time to to catch up with it. But like, they they just tease it. They're like, "Hey, this is it. This is where the next big showdown will take place."
0: I mean, I'd be for it. I don't have. I wish I had something. Should do you want me to come up with something real wild too?
1: Uh, no. I think I think yours was pretty, maybe more accurate, but still like the whole. Ouroboros king variant thing is like I've never heard that theory before that is I think you could very well be right but that is like a I think that's a bold proclamation
0: well it's just hard to be like this motherfucker knows everything he's been there sorry, it seems like, like since
1: world. I'm so sorry yeah but ba- I, I got
0: what you meant war world okay. DC battle world yeah I mean it's I mean all ideas brought over by the same person and yeah. so yeah. like you, there's what are you gonna do about it Kirby was just like, Hey, y'all you, you, you don't like this new Genesis, new God stuff. Well, I'm going to go bring it over. And it's now going to be called, you know, the Eternals. Yep. <laughs> but I'm bringing it over anyway. Mm-hmm. So, so over there in the DC, we had the war world. This instance <laughs> is going to be battle world
1: or battle. Yeah, planet. So different. So, so different. how different. can I possibly mix them up?
0: Yeah. You know, it's like, come on, like, Hey, I had this really cool guy named dark side, real scary. I'm gonna bring him over, but I'm gonna give him a helicopter.
1: <laughs> what they would on. never let me do at DC. Finally, I get to give him a helicopter with his name on the side.
0: You know how long I tried to give Darkseid his own uh, uh, dune buggy with his name on the license plate. They wouldn't let me do it. That's why they, the first thing they said, you wanna give this Thanos a helicopter and put him in Iron Man? We're for it. We are for it.
1: Yeah I'm, a- I'm home, finally. <laughs>
0: This to mine is wait you cancelled the Eternals comic book oh.
1: mm. no,
0: before we finished huh oh okay you, you weren't having it either huh oh I'm gonna okay take
1: my Kirby crackle and get out of here I'm gonna
0: we'll go somewhere else now with it but uh yeah I mean look I hope it's wild I hope it's I hope it's zany and I hope it's additive because the show's so good that I, I I don't want it to be all for not like yeah. I you know like. If nothing from Secret Invasions makes it into anything else, you will not see a single shed tear from me. I, there, there's nothing in there that I found redeemable or something that I'd want to see in the greater MCU. But this show is doing such an excellent job. Hopefully, it sticks the landing and it gets us like something that is like important and feels part of a bigger picture. That, that's kind of what I'm hoping for. So
1: yeah yeah i'm right there with you buddy um all right well i think that's going to do it for us for this show we have uh we've talked about loki we've given our prescient predictions see tune in you, you know by the time you're listening to this you may know whether or not we're correct so let us know on our discord that's right and you know, plug the discord always plug the discord Uh, but as you might imagine that signals the end for us for this week uh i sure hope you enjoyed listening to this show we sure as heck enjoyed making it for you uh so let's roll on into the credits everybody's favorite part of the show first up i'd like to thank burton m6 for all the incredible music on our show great to have the original main theme back this week. Uh, and we will put the spooky theme in a gift wrap box and then open it next year. And it shall be a treat once again. But uh, thank you very much to Burn M6 for the, all the incredible music on our show. You can find a link to his Fiverr page in our show notes. Also in our show notes, our link to all our socials as well as the most important of them all, Discord. You can join join our Discord for free and chat with us at any time. We are active on there, and the community is active as well. So join us on there for discussion, side uh, poll, fun polls, um, uh, show suggestions, and of course, uh, we we sometimes post pictures on there of stuff that we do in real life um, and regrettable drinks that we might be drinking and that it's all fun that you can be a part of if you join us there uh and with that said we want to know or we want you to know that wherever you are however you choose to listen to us we hope that you are feeling happy and you're feeling healthy and if you're not that's totally okay too but i'm going to throw it over to john for the final word
0: remember folks Keep Paul McCartney's Christmas songs in a box until the 24th of November. (laughs) Hey, thank you for tuning in to all my super fans. Hope you coming back again. Gotta shout out to Fresca. I know you riding with me as we pull up in the Hyundai Delhi City. (laughs) You want the hype? I gotcha. Gotta keep it locked right here on Pop Saga.
1: Pop Saga, let's go.